Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the Hospital Finance Podcast. The 2018 AHEMA Convention is underway in Miami, Florida currently, and our solution strategy director, Laura Legg, is on site at that convention. In fact, she had uh, two speaking engagements there, and she's joined us today to talk to us a little bit about the themes that she's seeing there and some of the happenings at the event. Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mike. So, Laura, why don't you just tell us a little bit about this year's convention generally, what the feel is, and, and what's going on there in Miami? Well, I will, Mike, and I'm very excited to be here. This is my 20th AHEMA convention, and Miami is absolutely beautiful. Uh, great venue here at the convention center. Um, the weather's beautiful. The beach is beautiful. Uh, people seem to be very excited about the convention. We did have a whopping thunderstorm in the middle of the night last night, but other than that, everything has just been great. Uh, AHEMA has worked really hard to put this convention on this year, and I'm very impressed by some of the work they have done. Uh, we have an app this year that you get your own private schedule for the convention on, and it's just, it really works well, provides you with all the downloads uh, and handouts, and uh, we're all just really bragging about uh, AHEMA's attempts to, to make this such a great experience for us. Um, the theme this year for AHIMA at their 2018 convention is inspiring leadership and influencing change. So that's very fitting for us in the world we live in right now. So there are about 4,000 HIM leaders here present in Miami. Uh, the other really important thing to note is it's also AHIMA's 90th birthday. So we're having a big party tonight um, on the beach in celebration um, in honor of uh, of the founder of AHIMA, Grace Myers, um, and just having a great time with that, having a birthday celebration. So all in all, Mike, it, it's a lot of fun to be here. Everybody seems happy and excited. And uh, I did come a little bit early. I came, as I always do, for the uh, clinical coding meeting on Saturday and Sunday. And that's always a big uh, deal for me. And I usually speak once or twice. And I spoke on Sunday. And the reason that's a big deal for me is I've been a coder since 1984. So coding education is at the top of my list of priorities. So Sunday morning I came in about 10 a.m. and I spoke on, uh, I titled my uh, presentation, uh, PCS Coding Back to the Basics. So that's the procedure coding side of ICD-10. I talked a little bit about the history and most people in coding realize that the new PCS system is an entirely different logic than the ICD-9 system was. So I really just, the purpose of speaking for PCS was not because I'm a PCS expert, but because I want to start a conversation about our currently inpatient accuracy rates, Mike. Um, Laura, you mentioned the, um, the clinical coding uh, meeting. Could you dive into that a little bit more and tell us what you learned there? I will. I attended several really good sessions, and uh, they really the theme is all about accuracy in ICD-10. And you know, we know as an industry that revenue follows quality. So there's a lot of questions about it. how do we get there with our quality. Uh, we know we're losing revenue due to the quality of our coding. How can technology help us get back to that? Uh, 
ICD-9, a HEMA benchmark in 95%. The other theme of conversation in the clinical coding meeting, Mike, was the um, average age of our coding force out there is um, ready for retirement. And we know that uh, the coding uh, accuracy scores for coders with 20 years or more of experience are much higher than those with less, which we would expect. So how do we pass on that knowledge um, in a quick enough time to get everybody up to speed before that retiring coding force leaves the workforce? So those are two themes we've talked about. Before we hit the record button, you were telling me a little bit about the opening and, and general sessions. Why don't you share that with the audience? Well, I really loved the opening session this year. It was started out by Gloria Estefan, dancing and music, and Matt, wow, does she have a lot of energy. So that kind of got us all hyped up. Uh, so we didn't lack energy in our general session. Um, Diane Smith, our current HIMA president, uh, she gave us a, a little uh, pep talk about we're bold and fearless and prepared for the coming year. And there are changes with the HEMA. We have a brand new uh, CEO, Walisa Wiggs-Harris, and she um, is expected to take us through great change in the coming year. We also have an incoming president, uh, board of directors for HEMA, uh, Valerie Watzloff, and she also is going to help us lead us through change. So that was very exciting to be present for that general session. One of the best parts of the general session, however, was Dr. Cosgrove from Cleveland uh, clinic came in and he talked a little bit what, about what it was like to uh, go from being a full-time surgical cardiologist to being uh, Cleveland Clinic's leading uh, physician leader. So uh, giving up his scrubs and getting into a suit. So that was really interesting. And he talked about some of the work Cleveland Clinic has done in increasing communication. Um, empathy for patients has been a real goal for them. But he also gave us a startling uh, statistic, Mike, and that was that the amount of health information that we are dealing with as a nation doubles every 43 days. And I really, that just really made me sit back and realize what a monumental job uh, that HIM has in managing that kind of increasing health information. Yeah, it is pretty staggering. Um, Laura, what do you think is different uh, when, you, when you're at this meeting and you've been to, to many of them now? Um, what do you what do you think the next year is going to look like? What do you what do you see as sort of the the change that everyone is talking about that's going to really impact the healthcare industry in the next twelve months? Well, Mike, I'm certain that that change is technology. So uh, Diane Smith in her opening uh, comments to the convention talked about technology and asked the question, is it a threat? Is it a help? Just kind of talked a lot about the new coming technologies, um, certain amount, certain uh, populations of people losing their jobs due to technology. But then again, you could turn around and say how much technology is helping all of us. So I, I really think there's going to be a lot of changes in the next coming year in technology. Yeah, it certainly sounds like it. Um, and that's, that's probably no surprise to anyone that's, that's out there in our audience. Uh, Laura, do you have any other parting thoughts? I know you have another, uh, uh, another talk to give before you, uh, you head out from Miami. Is there anything else that you'd like to leave us with? Well, yeah, I would like to leave you with just a few comments. The Central Learning did announce yesterday the results of the third annual National Coding Contest. 
And so uh, we were all hoping to see that 61% of last year go up, but I'm afraid, unfortunately, the national average in inpatient coding actually fell to 57%. And unfortunately, the outpatient was even lower. So we know that we have a lot of work to do. And so this afternoon, about 4.30, I'm going to do some speaking here um, about coding, about risk adjustment, and just try to help, uh, help educate those younger coders so we can pass off the baton to them and we can really bring up those, those coding accuracy scores for our industry. That's certainly disappointing to hear that the accuracy is um, falling as we get further along with, with what we're doing. Um, but hopefully that's something that we can we can all work on together as an industry going forward. And um, uh, for those of you in the audience uh, who, who may not know, Laura leads our revenue integrity efforts at Bessler. She's very much focused on on the mid-revenue cycle and, and talks about uh, those coding accuracy issues quite a bit. So this is uh, not an unfamiliar conversation to us. Um, Laura Leg, thanks so much for joining us today on the Hospital Finance Podcast, and good luck with the rest of the convention. Thank you, Mike, and thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. If you enjoy the Hospital Finance Podcast, please head up to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a positive review. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.